Hi, welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I'm a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm really excited about this episode today. Uh, My friend Kyle is a model. He's a musical theater artist. He's a clothing designer. He is an instructor for Barry's Bootcamp. He is sassy. He is direct. He is honest. He comes from a place of love and he's just incredible. He and I have gotten to know each other a lot over the last couple of years. And I just think his story and we, in this episode, we talk a lot about what the pandemic did to fitness, what it did to relationships, what it did to our mental health. Like we talk about all of it and I'm just really, really excited for you to kind of get a glimpse into all of that and maybe be able to relate with some of it as well. If you did just join us, if this is your first episode, welcome to the OTD family, as I have just now decided to call it. I am really excited you're here. I hope that you get value from this podcast. I hope it adds value to your life. I hope that it sparks joy. I hope that it does all the things for you. If you are just tuning in, please go back and rehear or hear for the first time episodes that have already aired. Last week, I was so fortunate to interview my friends, Melanie and Jess, kind of heard about their love story, you know, going through breakups and finding each other, going from friends to what they are now. Like it was just such a beautiful episode and anybody in a relationship, I think would really gain something from that or not. Or if you're not in a relationship, you would still gain something from it because they're just very inspiring humans. They're athletes, they're moms, they're do good people. So make sure you go back and listen to that. And I'm excited for today. Okay. I want to take a little break to tell you about something that I think you might be interested in. I am a SoulCycle instructor, as you know, and SoulCycle launched um, an at-home bike uh, through Varus, which is an online fitness platform that has things from boxing with Rumble. We have Equinox on there with some HIT training. There's Headstrong for meditation. There's Pure Yoga and SoulCycle. Uh, we have a bike that you can put in your home that has a screen attached to it. And if that sounds like something that is up your alley, I highly highly recommend this bike. Obviously, I am super biased because I am an instructor. Uh, But if you are interested, I have a discount code for you. Uh, It's for $250 off the bike and you can find that discount code um, as a link in our show notes of this episode, as well as all of the information about the discount itself. But if you have been wanting to plunge into the world of at-home indoor cycling, this is a good one. I think I'm biased, but I can't say enough about it. And I think you're going to love it. So go click the link, see what it's all about. And uh, let's get into this episode. Well, hi, guys. Hi, Kyle. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I've really been looking forward to this. I'm I'm really, really happy to be here. I'm so happy you're here. And like, just so everybody that's listening, like we always record while we're doing this so I can see his beautiful face. And so if I sound like overly giddy to be talking to somebody, it's because I can see his face right now. And it's beautiful. We're both in tie-dye. Yes, the tie-dye moment. It's great. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the show. I start every single episode. So I used to work for Lululemon and I learned this from them. And basically they start every shift with a clearing. And so that's kind of what I've now adopted. And so it's basically anything that could keep you from being present in this moment. That's what we kind of get out into the world. So I'll go first since like you're new and maybe don't know like what I mean by a clearing. So I am clearing that I am currently in Austin, Texas, and my dog is really sick at home. And I'm like, oh, great, like another thing. And I've been very overly consumed with like thinking about if my dog's okay all day, like she's gonna, she's fine. But like, it's been in the back of my head. So I just have to put that out there so that we know that I'm present now. I'm here. I'm present. (laughs) 
I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sending good good wishes to the I'm pod. like just another thing, right? Like my first my dad, now my dog. Right. Like when my dad passed, I like looked at my dog that day and I was like, Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> I need you forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. So you go ahead. Oh my gosh, a clearing. Very honest and transparent. I've listened to your episodes with Pixie and Christopher and loved them, first of all. So I'll start by saying thank you for having me. I was a little bit prepared for this moment and it's actually really fitting, I feel like, because I had a little bit of anxiety because I was like, wow, these two people really have their shit together. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm like, they're so well-spoken. They're so earthy. Like, so I had a little bit of a moment where I was like, wow, I am, I'm not them, you know? And so going into this, I had to really be like, oh, this is the entire fucking point of this is to be your authentic self. So hello, <laughs> like, of course, you're not like the other people she's had. So that's something I just want to clear it and get out of my body right at the beginning. So that's my clearing, I think. Well, and to answer your clearing, I can say that the like the fact that you're not like everyone else and you're so unique to you is exactly why you're here today. So I love that you know that about yourself. So I want you to know up front, like why I wanted you so bad on this podcast. I obviously like I met you because you are an instructor at Barry's bootcamp. If you all live in the LA area, you absolutely must go take his class. A, it's the most entertaining thing you will ever do. B, it's hard AF and C, like it's a great workout. So I first obviously met you. That's how I met you. And since I met you, I've just always been very inspired by like how true you are to like your craft, what you do, the way that you speak, the way that you motivate. And I think it's bold. And so many people wish that they could say some of the things that you say, but like never would because it wouldn't come out the same. And I think you come from such a place of love that even though like, which everyone will start to hear how sassy you are, like, I've always been just very inspired by you because you have this way of being very sassy and very upfront and very forward, but you come from a place of just love and you just want everybody to be their best. And I've just always been very inspired by that. So that is why I've asked you to come on today. So I would love for you to just tell me, like, who is Kyle? Who is Kyle K? Like, what, what do you love? What do you, you know, this is obviously February. So we're in like couples month. And I know you're in a relationship and like, obviously relationships have up and downs. And so, you know, who are you right now in this moment? And like, just tell everybody. I am definitely an empath. I think I take on a lot of other people's feelings. And right now who I am is someone who's just trying to navigate their way through this kind of new normal and like the clusterfuck that was 2020. So I'm someone now who is truly just trying to do their best, you know, and, and sometimes I fall short. Sometimes I disappoint myself. Sometimes I, you know, I, I definitely, like you said, probably come across as this super, super confident person that just says exactly what's, you know, on his mind. But I do have these moments. And I think this year was like a, a big time to just reflect on who we are, get back to the core of us. And I'm really loving. I, I feel very deeply and I love to cultivate and work on relationships and friendships. And that's something that I'm really proud of. I think most proud of it, probably my friendships and just how deep I really dive into them and check in on people and just make sure everyone's doing okay. And I think that that was really, really, you know, important this year, especially probably. Do you think that because you're an empath, there's any part of you that maybe in 2020, like didn't work on you because you were so busy working on other people and making sure everyone else was okay? Yes. Are you, <laughs> are you a mind reader? <laughs> Do you read minds? This is actually therapy. You thought this was a podcast. This is therapy. <laughs> Girl, well, I could use some extra of that. Listen, this is something that I was just speaking to my therapist about. I am in a relationship and this year has been very heavy for so many different reasons. I am gay. I guess I should maybe say that. I'm gay. I am engaged. Um, I'm in an interracial relationship. So 
2020, you know, really, really challenged our careers. My fiance is a very successful Broadway performer, actor, singer, dancer extraordinaire. So hot. I mean, you guys are both (laughs) so hot, but he's pretty hot. So yeah, there was a sense of me that felt like, you know, that industry was completely shut down for the most part, at least for, you know, a long time. There was a lot going on in the summer with the protests and Black Lives Matter. And that was just a, a really prominent topic in our home. And so for me as a partner, I, I really tried to dive in and just step up and listen in a way that I maybe never expected that I needed to do before or never foresaw that coming. And yes, I, I, I really do think that there is an aspect that I forgot about my own self-care because I was really focused on him, really focused on my family, missing my family, and also teaching classes at Barry's. Like I was still working that entire time. So I give so much to so many people that I'm like, oh shit. I got in this rut of like, I wake up, I teach my class, I come home. I'm like with my partner. So what does that look like? Where is the me time fall into place? And I, and I lost that a little bit. And that's, that's something that I'm consciously actively working on getting back. Totally. I mean, we like Breezy and I went through that. I am an introvert and everybody always assumes that I'm an extrovert because obviously like I'm a soul cycle instructor. Like I'm a social media person. Like I'm all the time. But like when I come home, like I have to be alone. The way that I recharge is by being by myself. I don't recharge by being with a bunch of people where Breezy is an extrovert, like the most extroverted you will ever meet. And so for her, like when everything shut down, she was in heaven. I mean, she was literally trapped in a house with her two favorite people, like me and Owen. Like that was her dream. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill everyone. Like I'm going to kill everybody. (laughs) And so like Breezy like slept in the guest bedroom for like the first month and a half of COVID because I was like, I think we just need space because I had realized I teach morning classes at Seoul. All of a sudden I wasn't teaching morning classes at Seoul and that was my time to be alone. So now I'm literally waking up and it is like in my face at family all day long. I don't have any time to myself and I combusted very fast, which of course, like I go, I probably could have addressed things better, but like, you know, we are where we are and we did what we did and here we are, right? Like we were better for it and now we're great. But I really identify with what you said about, I give a lot. Where's Danielle time? Like where's Kyle's time? Right. And then I felt like I wasn't being authentic anymore because it was just, I was like pouring my vase into everyone else's vase without actually filling back up my own vase. So I was like pouring from an empty vase. And it sounds like maybe that's what you're saying. And so like, I really relate to that. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the both of us can definitely relate to that. I mean, we started, we got engaged in November of 2019. So kind of we started planning and we were so excited and then the world kind of ended or not ended, but shut shut down. Ended as we knew it. <laughs> yeah, ended as we knew it, ended the normal. I mean, we started seeing like a couples therapist just to like talk through some things. Like there were we both like are very I want to say like sneaky introverts. Cause like you said, like, I think people think that we're like extroverts, but we're really not, but we are both very strong willed. It's called popular introvert. Did you know that? Is that the real term? That's what I, I technically am is a, it's called popular introverts. Like you're, you're an introvert. You like tar- recharge by being alone, but you're also like strong willed. And like, it has to, it has to go a certain way. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's us, both of us. So like, for two kind of strong willed, like giant humans to be like in this, you know, smaller LA apartment was challenging for sure. And I think that I was kind of like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I love this. Like I I'm all about it. And then six, seven months, eight months, nine months, I was like, Oh God. I don't, it's like that. It's like that TikTok where you go, I like it, but not a lot. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) So it definitely brought its fair share of challenges, you know? Um, but we're learning that's, that's like, once you choose love, 
I think that's really where like the work begins to maintain that. And that's kind of like what we're in. That's I'm sure what you're in too, is, is just figuring that out. And the first step of that is probably getting rid of ego, you know, which we all hate to like get rid of because our ego is like, you need these outside sources to tell you, you need your ego tells you you're right. Or your ego tells you that how you do things is the best way. And we were both single for like a very, very long time. And are successful humans. So then bringing that together, it's kind of like, you can just, you know, butt heads a little bit. Yeah. Well, and you also then have this idea that there's, I think everybody's ego is what like they relied on almost in 2020 because we didn't have anything else to go by. So we had to rely on like, well, no, what I'm thinking is, is correct. And I have to stick to that. But then we get into that like slippery slope of, is it? is it the best? Like, I don't know. Or am I just spending too much time with myself, you know? Or too much time with my partner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because then you start to become the same person and you're not the same person. Hmm. And yeah, you start to like, I, Breezy and I kind of did that. We kind of looked at each other one day. I'm like, we're trying to like, we're kind of like morphing into like one. And I still need to be like an autonomous human being with my own feelings and my own needs and my own wants and desires. And those don't always have to be your job to fix for me. I love that. But that's hard because when you're, that's all you see. It's like, we rely so much on the other person. Like we start to find joy in what the other person wants and like 100% then we lose what we want. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Question. What is your definition of living acoustically? Not with your partner. I'm saying like, how does Kyle live acoustically? I mean, when I think of acoustic, I obviously think of music and like a unplugged, like stripped down version. And I think like in the theme of music, it takes like a brave artist to kind of do an acoustic version of a song. Yeah. So it's, it's very like you're exposed, right? So like, I think for me, living an acoustic life is coming from a grounded, confident place. I think where your actions and your words are really congruent with your beliefs and your values I guess what comes to mind is fearlessness, but I don't really think that fearlessness exists or like what I want to say is like an acoustic life would be to feel the fear, but continue to move forward and and step into your power and what makes you unique. I love that. Like feel the fear, do it anyway, almost. Yeah. When is Kyle the most acoustic? You know, again, that's, I think, something I'm really actively working on because I, a lot of my career has been based on other people's perception of me. You know, I grew up performing and doing musical theater and had like a, a very successful career doing that. And then modeling land, like that was very much in the same category. And with fitness, like it's all like kind of based around how you look and how other people I guess, validate your talent by giving you a job. (laughs) So that's something that I guess I kind of lost. Like at some point I lost that along the way and like had a little meltdown (laughs) in circa like 2015. But that's, that's something that I actively have to choose to be just a little more in tune with, with myself and not caring what the other people think, because I let that bleed into like caring what strangers think and like, really who cares? you know? Right. Yeah. Like why do we put so much emphasis on people that like don't even know us really? Yeah. It's lame. Yeah, it is. And we've all, we all do it. Like anybody who's like, I don't, I don't care. Like I very much like I've really worked on like, I don't care what people think. Like if I'm going to, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it, but they're always, it's always there. Right. It's always there. Like, Oh gosh, what is somebody, is, am I going to get negative feedback for this? Like even when I decided to start this podcast, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do when I get like my first negative review, you know? And at the end of the day, like it's going to happen because no matter what you do, there's going to be somebody that's not happy, but how do I do everything that I know I was put here to do, which for Danielle is I want to inspire people and motivate people to become the best, most authentic version of themselves. And so the way that I do that is by doing that first, right? And of course, there's going to be pushback along the way. Otherwise, it wouldn't be worth it. I've kind of come to realize that when I get like negative feedback or when somebody has a problem with something I'm doing, then it's probably because I'm doing something right. Yeah. Right? Like, because we grow out of that box that people put us in. And I'm sure like... Mm -hmm. 
what boxes have people put you in that like actually aren't real, right? I mean, I'm so huge and I feel like I've tried to fit in so many boxes. <laughs> um, just six foot five fitting in boxes. No, I think that what you said was really important, like leaving impressions, right? So like, of course, someone isn't really going to like you. And, and I take this attitude, especially into like my Barry's classes. It's like, I'm not for everyone, you know, and the way I conduct my class is probably not for everyone, but I would rather have someone not like me, honestly, or not enjoy or receive the way that I'm teaching a class at Barry's because of at least I've given them an impression, right? So they, I think the worst thing that can happen is people feel impartial about you. And I'm all about strong choices. So even like, even if you're not into it, at least you're, you're leaving and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to need to find another instructor because this one isn't for me, but you're going to remember me. <laughs> well, we need to have a conversation about the Instagram account called Oh my God. Okay, quotes. No. Uh, oh dear. Okay. <sighs> I should read some. Honestly. Well, my favorite was when you like made note of that account. I was in his class one time and he goes, somebody made an account off of me and it's all of the quotes I say. And while I love you very much, and I think that that's really awesome. Just remember corporate sees everything that I do. <laughs> I mean, how many times did I get a notification or a tag be like, okay, HR is going to call me in 10 minutes, like just preparing. Yeah, there there were some several conspiracy theories that I created this myself. But I, I'm like, I have way too much time on my hands to create a fake Instagram. And I'm also like, I would, if I would have thought of this, I would have just literally done it myself. But do you know who made it? Yes, now I do. Okay. Okay. Mostly, I, the only reason I know is because they no longer work for the company. So they were like, now I can reveal myself and I don't care. <laughs> like Gossip Girl. XOXO. Wow. <laughs> I wondered, like when it started, I wondered if it was Tiana. Like shout out to Tiana. I was like, <laughs> I would die if it was actually Tiana that did it. Like, <laughs> What a twist, right? The plot thickens. Tiana. That would be a twist. And there's a group of people who like will screenshot it or call me being like, Kyle, how can you get away with saying like, if I tried to say this, it just doesn't work. It, it, it would never work. Like Tiana's like, I could never say this. And I'm like, well, it's not bad. It's just direct. Anybody who knows you knows that like, whatever you're saying, you're coming from a place of love. Like it's not, you're not saying it to be evil, you know, <laughs> where, no. you know, I'm going to read a couple of these. So you guys, there's this Instagram account. You got to go to it. It's called Kyle K quotes. And it's people that basically like just write in different quotes that they heard Kyle K say. Here's a couple of my favorites. And then you're right where you need to be for the next exercise because I'm incredible at my job. <laughs> I am not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Stop asking. This is the best one. And I do this all the time too. Stop asking me questions. I have headphones on. I can't hear your voice. You have a mask on. I can't see your face. It's never going to work. <laughs> How many times though has somebody like given, like I've been teaching at Seoul and I'll see somebody in the back and they're like doing some weird like hand thing. And like, I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea what you're saying to me. And I wish I did. I'm going to just come to you because I have no idea. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, they have an injury. They can't do this. So I immediately just shout out like, do this instead. But they're still trying to talk to me. I'm like, I can't even see your face. You have a full mask on. Like, I, I, It's never going to work. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. Okay, wait. I need you to switch to an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> that's like the, that's for 2020, just yeah. in general. Uh, if you seriously can't stay off your phone for a 50-minute workout where I've asked you to stay off your phone for a 50-minute workout, you need to be seeing a therapist, not a fitness instructor. I'm dead. <laughs> Let's do one more just because we're here. Okay, wait, no. I'm just going to say the one that my favorite quote you've ever said in class, and it was not to me, thank goodness. It was pre-pandemic, so we were still inside in Hollywood, and I was like you had started class. It was like five minutes into class. Two people walk in and you were like, you're going to need heavy weights and a resistance band and apparently a new alarm clock. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, oh shit, he's not wrong though. He's yeah. not wrong. I the mean, amount of people that walk in late to berries. 
Like I, I don't, listen. I don't get it because at Soul Cycle that does not fly because like, but we have the door, we like, and it's like a really dark room with like really loud music, right? Yeah, so we, it's like we love that. So <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's and Soul Cycle actually made a policy right when the pandemic started that we could no longer let anybody in late because you have to walk by people in six feet, right? Oh, so right, yeah, it was really smart, but I have always been shocked at how many people walk in late to berries or like just leave casually in the middle of class. I'm like, oh, okay. Nobody can see me, but I'm, my eyes are rolling so far in the back of my head. And that's like what I love about SoulCycle. It's like the people who go to SoulCycle, the clients, like, you know what you're in for. You're there for an experience. Like once you're in, you're in, you're not bringing your phone in. You know what I mean? And like Barry's is just a little bit like, first of all, there is a no phone policy. So I always say like the first time you're on your phone, like I'm going to pretend like I didn't see it. The second time I'm going to come for you with the mic on. So everybody hears it and I embarrass you. And the third time, like you're out. There's no reason. One time this girl was taking like full selfies in the middle of class, like with the flash in the mirror. You're like, excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am is my favorite because it's like, it's polite. Um, Ma'am, what are you, what are you going through? There's so much you can gain from this experience. And like, you're just not. I don't know. I think I love it. Like, and I think, I think like what Tiana says, like, I could never say stuff like that because people would assume that I'm just like a giant bitch, but I'm one of the more direct soul cycle instructors. Like I will for sure, like say what's on my mind, but I think like, I don't know, it's really cool that you have the ability to just speak the truth and people either love that or they don't. But I, I don't know. I think people, if people can't handle the truth, then there's something else that is going on that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And that's what I have to tell like myself. There's been a lot of people who don't enjoy my class and that's fine. But I think it's really just about discipline. And when you really break it down, it's about respect, right? Like you're coming into a class that I have created a playlist for, a workout for, like a very well thought out like moment. And for you to just kind of be like, oh, I don't really care. I'm just either going to A, do whatever I want or B, be on my phone or like it's just disrespectful. Like I don't really come into your workplace and like, and I would never do that, you know? So I I think that just making people aware and that's like, I'm never really like coming for anyone in like a mean spirited way. I'm just kind of like, Hey guys, wake up. Like you're here for a class, like you're paying for a class. So if you want to just do your own workout, like get a gym membership, or if you want to be on your phone, then be on your phone at home. Yeah, let's talk about that. I had no idea this is where this was going to go. And I'm really happy it went this way because I think so many people don't understand. Like, if we talk authentic, if we talk like peeling back layers to like be as real as possible, like fitness instructors who teach group fitness, I don't think people understand like how much of ourselves we give to do that. You know, like think of your favorite fitness instructor, wherever they teach, like, why is it that you love them? And I guarantee you, it's not because of their class necessarily. It's because of them. And that's probably because they are like authentic. They are genuine and they literally put everything they have. I'm exhausted after I teach. And you know, that that's something that actually held me back from being a Barry's instructor for a long time. I like journey with fitness started as a spin instructor in New York. Fun fact. I taught at a place called Psych. Started there. And that's kind of where my fitness journey began. And like, I had been a client at Barry's and I was like, oh my gosh, these instructors are like stars. Like they, to me, they were like celebrities. Like I was like, they were untouchable. They could do no wrong. Like I wanted to be them. And I really like idolized them. And I got a job working the desk at Barry's so I could get free classes. <laughs> um, that's, why I got, that's why I started working the desk at SoulCycle. Yeah. Like what a great moment. And they approached me about like teaching and that the training program was starting and I fully lied. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm out of town that week. Like the, I can't do it. Like I can't be there because I was just like, I'm not good enough. I don't look like the other guys that teach here. Like I'm different. I have different music choice. Like I wear crop tops. I'm like, I was just not what I felt like the cookie cutter, like Barry's instructor was. So I fully like held myself back from that opportunity because I was scared. And like, how much does that suck? That like, I missed that first go around because I was just afraid that I didn't fit in or that I wouldn't fit in, you know? And that's actually what I think people now respond to the most. It's like, 
I'm not like anyone else. I was just going to say that, like I, even from when you first started teaching, cause I think I was there to take, first time I took your class, I was there to take someone else's class and you were subbing and I was like, okay, I'll give you, yeah, he's, he's Tiana. So like he has to be cool. And, um, so Tiana go shout out Tiana again. So Street many Red. shout outs. Queen Street Street. Red. I can't ha- wait. I cannot wait to have her on this podcast. Oh, it's going to be, already- it's going to be two hours long. I know. I know. She's such a star. Yeah, like I took your class and I remember being like, this is a really great class, but I felt like you were holding back. Like I felt like there was so much of you that like I didn't get to see. And it's been really, really fun watching your journey, like even just at Barry's, just like watching your journey and like how you really have like peeled back layers, essentially. Like if we're talking about the premise of this whole podcast and like inspiring people to like be their most authentic self, your journey, even just at Barry's has been like a huge one. So like, what's that been like just coming into your own as like a Barry's instructor and like finding your place. Talk about that. Age. <laughs> old oh, age. Yeah. <laughs> old, My body hurts. <laughs> like I said before, kind of like coming off the heels of like careers in other kind of venues where I had to fit a certain mold. Like the definition of my job was to like, oh, you get the job because you fit into the costumes of the guy who did this track before, or like you fit into these clothes. So like we booked you. I have always felt a little bit like I had to be someone that I really wasn't. And what I found is that I was able to connect on a deeper level with people when I truly was myself the glimmers of myself, even if it was one connection with a client, I felt like it was like, I have this visual of just like sparks, like going in my body because I was like, Oh, it was like reigniting the fire that really made me me. And when I first started berries, I wasn't confident because I was like, Oh, I have to, I have to do my class like these people, you know? And I was just so afraid to be me. I think because of my previous experiences in other fields. But it's something I'm, I am really proud of. Like, I'm proud of the way I teach class. I'm proud of the way I command a room. I think that's really important, like, for a group fitness instructor to command the room. Like, that's part of the whole gig. Yeah. It's like people come there, people wake up for the experience and for, you know, someone to really give them like, I think a show as well as an amazing workout. Totally. And you just like, you, you just gave me like PTSD because like I, too, I grew up a dancer too. And like, I went to school for it. I, oh, I didn't know that. oh yeah. I went to school for theater and dance. I got my master's in theater, like all of it. Like I grew up dancing professionally. It's crazy because, you know, you, nobody gets into show business to be the backup dancer. Like nobody gets into musical theater because they want to like be in the back with like, a flower. Like we all get into that industry because we have star power, period. Like because we command a room, because we know how to make people feel something. And oftentimes when we get into that industry, we end up like being a wallflower and we have to fit in and it has to be perfect. And you cannot like step out of line at all. There's no individuality. And everybody thinks that like if you're an artist and you're performing, that you're like so creative, but like oftentimes you don't get any creativity at all, except for the fact that you get to move your body. And it's crazy because I I was, you know, part of the training team when we were actually training new people at SoulCycle. I was part of the training team. And like a lot of the times we get performers that come in and the number one note I give all the time is like, you are no longer the backup dancer. You are Beyonce. Like you're not her dancer anymore. You are Beyonce. So that's how you have to command this room. And so I think you just nailed it on the head. It was, it's, it was fun watching you go from like the mentality of like, I have to fit in. I have to do this exactly like everybody else to like, actually, no, this is me. Where has that then shown up in like other parts of your life? My relationship, my friendships. I think that I definitely bring that kind of aspect of hard truths, hard conversations, you know, kind of no bullshit, cutting the bullshit and just kind of getting straight to the point with communication probably is how I've, I've brought that into just normal, normal life. But yeah, that's, you nailed that Beyonce, (laughs) Kyonce, I'll call myself. 
Oh my God, please do forever for the rest of your life. Hello, I'm everybody. Add I'm adding that to Kyle K quotes on Instagram. Submit it. I'm absolutely going to tag that account on our show notes. So like nobody will have any, everybody will be able to go follow that account. I want to talk about, because we're both in this industry and I think for me, watching what 2020 did to the fitness industry and how we all had to pivot. Like I think fitness more than most industries had to pivot. I've been thinking a lot about like where the fitness industry is going to go after this, because obviously there's a huge at home fitness market now. I think what's going to happen is as soon as people are able to confidently feel safe to go back to the gym, I know me personally, I cannot wait to be back in a sweaty room with sweaty humans and like touch them and like breathe on them. Like I cannot freaking wait. Like the day that I can do that, I will be the first one there. But I I always like, is like the at-home fitness platform going to die out? Is it all going to plateau? Because I think what people are going to really want after this is connection. Because even if we're like on a screen, like you lose a little bit of connection that you get when you're in the room. And obviously, like we've both been very fortunate to be able to go back and teach like outdoors at our locations. And that's awesome. But yeah, like I just want to know, like, where do you think it's going from like a connection and relationship standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I think this at home situation is great to be able to pivot in that way. Teaching on Zoom was something that I did and loathed. Oh my gosh. I like would get such bad anxiety because I'm terrible at technology. I literally still have an AOL email address and everybody makes fun of it. And I don't understand why, because it still works. But I think ultimately people crave human connection. Yeah. And like, I remember in Barry's, like, I'd be like, high five your neighbor or like people would switch and like share a bench and they'd be like, it's sweaty. I'd be like, get over it, turn it over. Like, (laughs) like when you think about that now, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that was pretty disgusting. But like, who knew? We were fine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, whatever, but I survived. I think the people that had that experience to begin with and remember that will jump back in. I think if you never tried berries, if you never had that soul cycle, like experience, like those are experiences. These workouts are like, you don't just go and like curl weights. Like I feel like people in like my hometown don't understand. I'm like, this is like a moment. (laughs) Where are you from again? I'm from Kansas city. Oh yeah. You're from the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Midwest. So I think people like will come back quickly if they've had that experience before because they're craving it. But if all you've ever known is this online thing, I just feel like that's unfortunately what people might like stick to. But I don't know, like impressive that people have done this. Like, I I think it's really cool. I've been so inspired by people who like switched and like started teaching online really well. Cause I was like you, like, I was like, this is not for me. I hate this. This is not why I got into fitness because I didn't get into fitness to like teach you how to have good form. Like I got into fitness so that like we could work together to like become the best version of ourselves. You know, like it was that was like teaching you how to do a proper bicep curl or like a proper tap back on a bike that doesn't move was never like the end game for me. So like trying to do it over Zoom and I'm like, yeah, hips, like back, I guess. Like I was like, no, no. There's that level of disconnect through a screen that like you just it's you can't even come close to it. And I feel the same way. Like my fitness journey probably like I started fitness because of my mental health and mental well-being. It was such an outlet for me. So that Zoom mania, like I had so many Zoom fails that I like, I never want to be on a Zoom call, like literally ever again. (laughs) I can't. Ever again. No, please. Ever again. Like I told people that I was like, if I ever have to go like back on Zoom to do anything. And it's interesting because it's like, everybody's online, right? Everybody's working online. Everybody's do. It's like, I I think that you're right. I think people will, the people who knew it will go back because, you know, like I want to hug people again. I want to like bear hug people again. You know, I'm always like doing the awkward dance of like, when I see somebody, I'm like, are you hugging? I know. I know. I just, I just do the air hug from far away. Like the awkward air hug. I'm like, I can't wait till I can just like run up and like jump on you again. Yeah, same. I mean, I used to give every single person a high five, like walking out the door of berries. And like, that was like 56 people sometimes that I would just like high five, high five, high five, high five. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I guess I should sanitize now. (laughs) Yeah, but like we didn't. Like, no. I mean, and you grew up a dancer, like you, like the things that like we could tell you about what dancers like share 
it's gross. It's gross. But like, whatever, we survived. It was fine. We live to tell the story. Yeah. Okay. So a question I like to ask, and then we're going to play a game, which I'm sure you know what the game is, because if you've listened to episodes, you know what's coming. But my last question is, you wake up. It's five years from now. We're in 2026, January 29th. What does your life look like? Like, what's your vision? What's your five-year vision? So many visions. I'll be married by then. (laughs) The longest engagement ever. (laughs) I love the idea of having a child. That's happening. I have yet to really talk to you about like my clothing brand, but I would love for that to explode. I would love for that to be really prominent in my life. I would love to be like watching my husband on TV. That's his dream. And I would love to be traveling. I would love to like live in a large enough house that I could move my parents out here (laughs) so we could like live in like a family home. I know that to some people that probably sounds terrible, but my mom is like my (laughs) my best friend. (laughs) Yeah, just a family compound. I can be like, hey mom, let's like go have a drink. Like, and mostly above all, like I just I I want to be happy. I I think that's what I wish for everyone. I want to be just happy, like material things come and and material things go, but I just, I want to feel solid. I I, want to feel solid in my relationships and in my career. So that that's kind of what I see in five years. I love that. And specifically the, the type of homes that are like light wood and black, like, have you seen those? Oh yeah. That's the house I want to build. Oh, give me a black accent. Yes. It's just so classy. So clean. So sleek. I love it. And in California. I love California. You're staying in California. Forever. I can't wait to get out of California. No. We're like considering moving to Texas. You can't. Like to Austin. No. I love... Have you been to Austin? I have on tour like a million years ago. Austin's the shit. That's what I keep hearing. And they're... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to lose you selfishly, but if that is... I'll be back. My family's in LA. Like, I'll be back. Yeah. I imagine my life being like multi-locational. I just want to have a house like wherever I like to go. And like, whenever I go there, I'll have a house there. Like, that's my... That's like my five-year vision. Yeah. I would love a cute little place like in New York. Like, I lived in New York for so long that like, I have a love-hate relationship with it. But I would love a, a little a little dink dink spot that I could just like kiki to every now and then, and then like escape. Yeah. Tell me about your clothing brand. My clothing brand is called subject to change. We started this, my fiance and I, my best friend and I, you know, it's, it's been my dream forever really, because I feel like it combines everything I love. It's my knowledge from the modeling industry, which I've been in, you know, forever fitness. And I really just wanted to, create a brand that feels inclusive. Like I've had so many bad shitty experiences modeling and working in that world that I was like, you know what? I want to represent everyone. I want everyone to feel sexy. I want everyone to feel strong. I want everyone to just feel empowered. So I really wanted to create opportunities for myself. Um, I didn't want to wait around anymore (laughs) for people to be like, okay, you're good enough. And like bippity boppity boop, here's a, an opportunity. I was just, tired of people telling me what to do if I'm being very frank and I wanted to just do whatever I wanted. (laughs) So it's modern streetwear and it can be shared like through all gender spectrums. It's all gender neutral. And we've been up and running for two years. So we're black owned, we're gay owned, we're women owned, small business, and we are going strong. It's, It's been really a great experience and journey. I've learned so much, but I love doing it. I just, I love it. Like it feeds my soul. It's like, I wake up and I'm excited. I'm excited about it. What can I create? You know, what opportunities can I create for people who I don't feel like I've had them or missed out on opportunities for whatever reason. And to just kind of be like a champion in in the gay community, I think is just something that I've always wanted to do. And I didn't do it for so long because I was scared and like being scared sucks. It's so stupid. You know, when you really think about it, it's like, I wanted to do it for years and years and years. And I was like, wow, five years have passed. (laughs) Like, why haven't I done this? Why haven't I just really gone for it? Because the worst that could happen is like, it doesn't work out, you know? And like, at least you tried, I would rather fail at something and 
and know that I really gave it my best than to look back and think that I never even gave it a shot. Totally. That was me with this podcast. I was like, for like the last five years, I've wanted to start a podcast and mm-hmm. I just was so afraid because I was like, I don't know how to do that. And I don't know how to do that. And like, thank freaking goodness for my producer, Chase, who is just the best and mm. does all of the things that I'm not best in the world at. But yeah, like I had the same moment. I was like, you know what? Like I'm not getting any younger, A. Like sure, I may look younger than I did because I found a good skincare routine. Yes, right? yes, yes. But, <laughs> right, but like, but like what am I waiting for? You know, like there are people that have stories to tell. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, isn't it a cool moment when you break free of that like fear that's like been put in us? Because obviously like school doesn't teach us to be like entrepreneurial school doesn't teach us to like follow our dreams. School School teaches teaches you to be in the box in the box. Right. So like all of a sudden you get out of school and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I can be an entrepreneur. I can do whatever I want. Huh? And like when you finally realize that it's like, like the whole world all of a sudden gets brighter, like technicolor. Mm -hmm. I love that. So where can people find subject to change? You can find us on Instagram. It's at subject to change shop. And our website is subject to change shop.com or S number two letter C shop.com as we're all subject to change. So I feel like the name is, you know, really appropriate and, and fitting for the brand. So cool. And if you're in LA, you can find him at Barry's boot camp. Yes. Barry's so- ride. Yeah. We haven't even discussed that moment. Yeah. Barry's ride. Barry's like normal classes, treadmill classes, running classes. I'm mostly at the new location in Century City, which is beautiful and right across from SoulCycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And you can find him on Instagram as well in two different accounts, which I'm going to tag. Oh, gosh. I have to at this point. Like everybody has to see it. I mean, I hope it sparks some joy for someone. At least, even if it sparks joy for one one spark for one person, then it's it sparks joy for me. And at that point, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get okay. it. Okay, here we go. We have quick fire: wine or beer? Wine. Rosé or tequila? Rosé. Private jet or private yacht? Yacht. Hmm. Uh, three week vacation or a three week staycation? Vacation. Mountains or oceans? Oceans. Hawaii or the Caribbean? I've been to the Caribbean a thousand times, like on my cruise ship. So Hawaii, I've never been. Pizza or tacos? Pizza. You're going on a deserted island. You can take three things. What are they? (sighs) My cell phone, a bow and arrow, and my husband. A bow and arrow? What? Hello. It's practical. That's practical. I, I don't it's think practical. I've ever, I've never even thought of a bow and arrow. That is really random. Okay. It's amazing. And last question, dogs or cats? Dogs. You did really good. We got through a lot of questions. That was great. I'm still stuck on bow and arrow. Well, when I interviewed Chris Chandler, I was like, favorite food? And he goes, pizza. And then afterward he goes, is pizza my favorite food? I don't know. And I was like, he's like, maybe that's just what I want right now. I was like, that's what I want right now. <laughs> Listen, I made some coffee and I put some Baileys in it before this. Not going to lie. Yes, you did. We had to loosen up those muscles. <laughs> loosen them up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I adore you. I think you're just so amazing. And this was, it's just so fun to like get to talk and get to know you a little bit better. I'm so excited for you. I think that like this journey that you're walking and this, this path that you're on is it's so real and it's so genuine. And like, just to think like it could get more real and more genuine. And I'm just really excited for you. Thank you. Like I've, I'm such a fan of yours. So I was fangirling that you even like asked me to do this. And I so love what you're doing and everything you stand for. And I'm so proud of you that you did this. I'm subscribed. So. Well, I love you and I will, I uh, will talk soon. I love you. Thank you again so much. All right. I'm not even kidding you. You have to go follow Kyle K quotes on Instagram. If you are looking for a laugh, if you are looking for some joy, it will give you a very good insight to who Kyle is. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. He is just such a dreamy human and he's just such a gorgeous soul inside and out. I feel like I learned so much more about him today than I already did. And I already felt like I knew him. And so I hope you gained as much as I did from that interview. He just speaks with such conviction and I would follow him anywhere. I love, I love Kyle K so much. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I was 
asked to try Organifi, which is a superfood company. And I am always down to try things that are good for me. And I have been using their red drink and their gold drink. Their red drink is all of your essential reds. Your gold drink is all of your turmeric and things that help you kind of wind down at the end of the night. I've been using them for a couple of weeks now and I've really noticed a difference. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables as it is, but having a dedicated red drink to make sure that I'm getting all of my beets and you know reds, raspberries, apples, all of my reds, fruits and veggies into my system very quickly and then having a turmeric infused drink to have at night to calm me down and get my head away from any of the stress that's happening in my life. I'm obsessed with these products. I think you will be too. If you are interested in giving them a shot, head over to Organifi.com. Use my code on the daily for 20% off and let me know what you think. I'm loving them. So give them a shot. See if you like them too. So you know the drill. If you love this podcast, if you are enjoying what you are hearing, go subscribe. If you have not, give us a rating. We love a five-star, just saying. Give us a review. Tell us what you love. Slide into our DMs. You can find the podcast at On The Daily Pod. You can find me, your host, Danielle, at Danielle underscore On The Daily, both on Instagram and TikTok. Slide into my DMs. I respond to everything. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you love. We want to hear some feedback. If you have guests that we should hear from, if you are a guest we should hear from, I just want to tell people's stories and I'm having a freaking blast with this. So slide on in. Let's have a conversation. Share this with everyone. I cannot thank you enough for your support of this podcast. The love has been overwhelming and we are just having a blast next week. I am having a very serious fangirl moment. She happens to be a very dear friend of mine, but also a mentor, but also one of the coolest chicks in the game. Her name is Angela Manuel Davis. She is a master trainer. She's a Nike athlete. She is a fashion icon. She's a mom. She takes you to church in every way that you could ever want to be taken to church. If you've ever been in her presence, you know what I'm talking about. If you have not been in her presence, prepare because it is going to change your life. I guarantee it. I cannot wait for you to hear that episode and I hope you have the most incredible day ever. Have a good one.